following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE to get in on all of the action, including Michigan and TCU out in Arizona. What about Georgia and Ohio State? Pistons, Wings, and those Red Hot Lions. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookup. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time for our number three on a Moneyline Monday presented by our good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that promo code HUGE uh, when you sign up to get the hookup. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer inside this hour. Jeremy Reisman from Pride of Detroit, Lions NFL blogger, insider. His thoughts on that win yesterday. The Lions down to four final games. They are in the playoff mix. Seattle losing to Carolina. Giants losing to Philly. All good for Detroit. Now you just need Washington to lose three more. You got the Giants. You got the Eagles. I, you know, it's there. I'm looking at CBSSports.com, the team no one wants to play. It's the Lions. Folks, we're nearing middle of December. What's going on? This is real. This is not a drill. It's not a test. This is real. They are playing are playing meaningful games. So our Bud Light huge question of the day. What impressed you the most about the Lions win yesterday? I told everybody my opening huge opinion today that really what sticks out to me is the influx of speed and youth on the Lions defense since they were one and six. Goff playing out of his mind, the O-line and the play calling and coaching and strategy and adjustments and what they're doing has been almost unstoppable at times during this run. They get three of the four on the road. That, that's big here because it is the NFL any given Sunday. Can they win at the Jets this weekend at Carolina on Christmas Eve? Bears at home and then at Green Bay. If they win those four, I think they're going to the playoffs. Mm. Probably if they win those four as the second wild card, right? There might be room to lose one. That's it. But that tiebreaker with the Giants and the Commanders concerns me that it could come back to just keep Detroit out. It's how it works. We're going to get excited. I mean, we are conditioned as Lions fans. And this is the tough part from where they were at 1-6 and to the start of the season to hard knocks. 
to bottoming out, having the overall number one draft pick, my God, they're going to be worse than they were a year ago, to where they are now with that meaningful games mantra in December. What they did to a 10-2 and team coming in yesterday in the Vikings, what they did to a playoff-bound, or at least seemingly playoff-bound Giants team to really get this going. How they pushed Buffalo until the end, and you watch the Bills, what they did to the Jets. Bills are right there with the Chiefs, Eagles, top three teams, the way Cincinnati is playing right now. Uh, Shout out to the Deshaun Watson supporters uh, in Cleveland on the money you spent on him and you mortgage your franchise's future. Uh, Good luck with that. Yeah, so the Lions are sitting in a good spot. Again, if they go lose these four games, it's a big kick in the footballs. But man, if they win these four games and they get into the playoffs with a 9-1 and finish, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? If they got into the playoffs, won the last four with a 9-1 and finish to the season. Because I'm looking with so many teams in front of them right now, hoping you could go 3-1 and one and still get in would require a lot, right? Because that puts you at that 9-8 and eight number, which I predicted before the season, and I did tell everybody, that, hey, play meaningful games in December, 9-8, and eight, don't even have to make the playoffs, and that would be a heck of a year or two off of the finish in year one. And then at 1-6, and six, I, I did not see this coming. Nobody did. It, it looked like total disarray with coaching. The players look flat. You're thinking, okay, I'm watching the Cowboys-Patriots game. Oh, my Lord, where are they going? They blow the... Game against the Dolphins after a stellar first half. Yet now they're playing as good as anybody in the NFL. So our Bud Light huge question of the day, what impressed you the most about the win yesterday? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold who play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR here on the west side of the state. They're at home tonight. 7 p.m. is the tip-off. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office, and also follow the gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's go talk to Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions NFL insider. He's standing by on the Meyer guest sign. And Jeremy, man, you go back to when they're sitting atop the draft board at one and six to where they are now in season. I'm trying to compare it to anything else I've seen in the national football league. Yeah, it, it's kind of stunning. There's, there's really no other word for it. I mean, you, you, maybe you go back to that season, which the, I think the line started and seven and then they, they fire Martin Mayhew and then they come back and, and win, you know, like six of their last eight or so, but they were never really in playoff contention or anything like that. So this is, this is a little bit different. And, Obviously, there was no like major midseason changes that they made um, to, to their coaching staff. I mean, obviously, they, they did let go of their um, defensive backs coach, but um, no, this I, I don't think you know just what you were just saying there. I don't think anyone could have predicted such a drastic turnaround. Even though I think a lot of people were like, okay, let's 
let's wait and see how they're playing at the end of the year because they've got such a young roster. Let's let them get better, learn the system a little bit more, get healthier. There, there were signs that this could happen, but not probably to this magnitude. So it's, it's, it's stunning. And, and I, don't, I don't know if I have anything I could compare it to either. Jeremy Reisman from Pride of Detroit, uh, Lions insider, joining us here on the Huled Show across Michigan. I opened the show a couple hours ago with, hey, here's why uh, they've made this incredible in-season comeback. One, the influx of youth and speed on defense. Uh, Goff playing out of his mind, the O-line. Uh, I would throw in play calling, uh, which uh, is the play calling a lot of people have clamored for, in-game adjustments. Uh, like the Sewell call to close out the game last night was one of the best uh, in-game play calls I've ever seen uh, from a NFL coaching staff. Just everything they're doing right now is working from Jamison Williams and picking the right spot for him. And you watch that highlight when it's slow motion, he's still running fast. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think I think you, you nailed it. Um, the coaching staff deserves a lot of credit. And and listen, like if that if that play to Sewell doesn't work, we're, we're probably on the other end of the conversation, right? Um, obviously, the Lions would still be in a, a good position to win that game. But if they don't, then we're questioning it in the same way we were questioning, you know, a couple weeks ago with the, against the Bills when they throw deep on a third and one. And and you could say the same thing about the fake punt. But um, when when they're working, they're they're really bold. They're really good calls. And and listen. It, it may sound unconventional to put the game in, in Panay Sewell's hands, but at the same time, that dude is a really, really good athlete, and, and you practice this sort of stuff. Um, I, you know, I witness this every Friday. They, they throw a bunch of passes to their offensive linemen. I think part of it is for fun. I think part of it is they're trying to see who they could throw to in, in some of these trick plays to catch people off guard. And it, it's really kind of fascinating to see them be so aggressive because I think they were this aggressive last year, but I think the question was, would they still be doing this sort of thing when they don't necessarily need to, when they're winning games without them? And I think Dan Campbell and, and Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, have, have answered that and said, yeah, like, no, this is just who we are. We're a team that's going to be aggressive, whether we're up two scores or down three. Um, and, and that, to me, is, is very exciting as a fan myself because, I, I mean, not only is it entertaining, not only is that how you win football games by keeping your, your foot on the pedal, but it's, it's fun. Like, this team is just a very fun, entertaining team to watch right now. You know, right now from on the field uh, with the coaching staff, uh, everybody seems to be doing their job, like maximizing effort, maximizing what they need to do, coming together, things that, again, I go through my life as a Lions fan, even with superstars like Sanders, uh, Stafford, uh, Calvin. uh, I've never seen the complete team effort that I'm seeing right now since this team was one and six. Yeah, and, and that was kind of the major message when the team was 1-6, and six, right, is that the, the players aren't trusting themselves. They're not trusting the guy next to them. They're trying to do more than their specific job because they, they don't trust the guy next to them. So they're overcompensating, and it's almost like a, you know, a domino effect where if one guy isn't doing his job, then the next guy is compensating for him and not doing his job, and it's just no one's trusting each other. And, you know, now, now that we're kind of in the future now, we can, we can kind of look back and say, well, okay, that's actually – understandable right these are a bunch of new players playing with each other for the first time you know this one thing that that we've heard Aaron Glenn the defensive coordinator say the last couple weeks is this just from last year to this year they only carried over two starters on 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 defense Aline McNeil and Alex Anzalone everyone else that's playing right now wasn't starting for this defense just last year same coaching staff same GM all that stuff just last year so 
it, it, it makes sense that it, it took them six, seven, eight games to really find their, their niche, find their chemistry between each other. Unfortunately, that, that dug them in a pretty good hole that, that they're just now starting to climb out of and, and may not be able to be uh, enough to, to climb into a, a playoff position. But at the same time, it's completely understandable. And, and then you look forward, a lot of these guys are going to be back next year. A lot of these guys are going to be healthy next year, ideally. And, and hopefully that means next year they'll, they'll hit the ground running unlike they did for the first two years under Dan Campbell. Yeah, kind of hit the ground running this year and then uh, hit the wall uh, with that Vikings call, which I, I thought Campbell last week saying it will haunt me for the rest of my life. I found that to be, I'm not going to go as deep as a watershed moment, but for a head coach to be that honest about his mistake, I, yeah. obviously the team follows him, but to me, I've never heard that from any coach where he just owned it. Uh, he understands it. it. It will haunt him because you may be looking back, whether it's a tie between the Giants and the Commanders or that game, you were that close to being a playoff team and really achieving what I thought this team would do. And all I said was 9-8 and eight, playing meaningful games uh, in December. You can't go back and rewind anything. But you mentioned the flip over from only two defensive starters. I- I'm watching this game yesterday and where I'm excited, not – I, the, the playoffs still, man, there's there's a long road there to get there this year. But the youth on this team, the influx, and I keep using that word, of young talent with speed, Jeremy, there is yeah. no comparable roster or team ever in the history of the Lions where you looked at that speed on defense. Yeah, we've had guys who can run on offense. But I'm talking that youth and that speed on defense is the difference in what's making this team special. Yeah, and, and they can they can reload even more next year, right? That's again, that's all the reason to be more excited. Is the defense is starting to finally gel together. It's a bunch of young players who are going to be back next year and the Lions have four picks in the top two rounds next year. Mm. It, it it it's I mean, it's a really good position to be in and that's why, you know, I'm trying to not put all my eggs in in the let's make the playoffs this year basket. Like if they do, that's awesome. It's going to be really exciting for Detroit. It's great. But if they don't, let's say they go three and one down the stretch and that's not enough and they go to nine and eight and they, and they just miss out. Well, that also means they were eight and two down the stretch and yeah. they have all these things working for them next year. And of course, success at the end of this year doesn't mean success at the beginning of next year. It's not necessarily how it works. Progress isn't always linear. Maybe you hit, in, you hit the injury bug. Maybe some guys regress a little bit. Um, but overall, you've got a very young roster who is pl- who are playing good football right now and and you're you're in a good position to add more talent next offseason. So yeah, I mean I, I think I think you're right. This team is is looking special and, and you got a general manager who's hitting not on just day one picks but on day two and day three picks. So it's it's hard not to be excited about this team, not just for the, the remainder four games of, of this season, but well beyond. You know, less than a year ago we looked at the Stafford trade and didn't see the great value that Holmes got, but now as it settles in and you look at golf you know, I see this guy as a quarterback for the next two to four years in Detroit. You're, you're not going to be desperate to go out and uh, waste a first-round pick on a QB unless one's sitting there you love and you want to take. Uh, you can add pieces that increase your speed even more on defense. That may help solidify the offensive line with quality backups. Goff's play right now is where I get excited because you have a veteran quarterback who's still young, You have Jamison Williams, who we've just had a a small taste of in two games. And to me, 
Uh, I'll give Goff a deal. I'll take care of him for four years. I'll ride it out because this team is still extremely young on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and I, I think I think you said something interesting that people don't necessarily always realize, and that Jared Goff is still kind of young himself. He's kind of that mixture of he's been around six or seven years, but he's also what twenty seven, twenty eight. Exactly. That's, that's not exactly old by by quarterback standards. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think and I think the way you put it is, is nice as well. Like they, if, if the guy is there this year and they really like him and they have a top four pick from the Rams this year. I don't mind them going and grabbing that quarterback, but they should be absolutely certain. And I know that's not something you can really be in the NFL draft at any point, um, but but they are no longer pressured to do so because they have golf, because they have a proven system that works right now with Jared Goff. They're a top five scoring offense. Jared Goff has been playing like a top 10 quarterback. And, and yeah, is he is he in that elite category? No, he's not. Is he going to bring you the mobility that, that everyone seems to, to want? No, he's not going to do that. But He's a guy that's proven can can get you to a Super Bowl. He's proven right now that that he fits what the Lions want right now, and so there's just no pressure to upgrade that position right now unless you're absolutely certain you have a superstar waiting for you in the draft. And so, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think this is this is an opportunity for the Lions to continue to build around Jared Goff. You got him under contract for two more years, so let's see how maybe next year goes, and then you decide whether you want to extend Goff and, and continue down that road, or then you you look down the road and, and obviously. It'd be nice if if this were the year where there was an obvious guy. The Lions have the draft capital. Um, They're in a position where they can put a young rookie quarterback in a really good situation with a good offensive line and a lot of weapons. But, again, there there are other positions that that need a a more drastic upgrade, and and there's no reason to force it right now for the Lions. I think it's a no-brainer on re-upping with golf, where you're at right now, what he's done, even if they are 2-2, and 3-1, and uh, to finish, and uh, you get you know the the question I had: Can he throw the deep ball? And I looked at those throws to uh, DJ Chark and uh, Williams yesterday, and I'm like, you know, so many questions are getting answered. And again, I'm like you: yeah. I'm not I'm not banking on the playoffs and the miracle run. I'm not going to go there yet. Maybe talk to me when uh, they're controlling their destiny, which they aren't now. Uh, but. Right. Where I'm excited about is next year, the next two, three years. And again, that's with golf. Then you get those two first-rounders where you can add more speed and athletes uh, to the offense or probably preferably uh, the defense, another linebacker that can run, maybe a corner or a safety, a young safety who's athletic, who can get after uh, the quarterback and also blow up some people over the middle. The options are there, Jeremy, and it's just shocking to see the complete football start to finish that they've played really in the last four games, uh, start to finish, uh, just, you know, Giants game, uh, Buffalo, even with the loss uh, at home, uh, you, you look at the Jacksonville game and what Jacksonville did to Tennessee yesterday on the road and how well right. Trevor Lawrence is playing right now and what the Lions did to him. And then you look at a 10 and two Minnesota team where the Lions were favored and everyone's going, what's going on? Why are they favored? Well, you saw it yesterday. It, it, it is beyond belief, uh, this territory that I've never seen the Lions enter, ever. Right. And, and it's all about consistency, right? Because you, we've seen the Lions string together two or three performances like this, right? They, they were even 2-0-1 under Matt Patricia at some point. But they could never do it consistently throughout, really even an entire month. And now, now we have six games where the Lions are 5-1 and one mm. and really played well. And it, it, it really, like... I mean, it, it, it sounds weird saying it, but they played at an elite level for six straight games. That 
that is no longer a blip on the radar. That is a trend. And, and yeah, I can't remember in which I, a time in which I saw the Lions play this consistently no. well from week to week to week to week. And in some ways, they're getting better in a lot of ways each week. Their, their past defense outside of this last game, better, better, better. And, yeah, I, I, I don't think you can look beyond that Jacksonville performance last week as, as just, oh, they're a 3-7 you know, and seven team or whatever they were at the time. Like that, that was a rising Jacksonville team that was playing with a lot of confidence. And, and as you saw last week, like, they, they took it to a really good Tennessee team. So I, I'm, I'm almost at a loss of words for, for how well this team is playing right now. And I think that's why you have a lot of Lions fans believing they can run the table. Now, the, the problem with that is this is the NFL. Winning six games in a row is hard enough. Going 9-1 and one is hard enough. I mean, how many teams in the NFL, period, have gone 9-1 and one in the past, I don't know, five, six years? It doesn't happen very often because good teams lose to bad teams sometimes. It's just how it works. So, um, again, like, that's why I want to preach a little patience for, for some Lions fans because while, while it may look like on paper they should win every single one of these remaining games, that's, that's just not how the NFL works. Sometimes no. upsets happen, and, and it's, not, it's not a sign that the team blew it or the, you know, the coaching staff needs to be thrown out or you know, the Lions are a bad team that can't close out games. It just means that's how the NFL works, and hopefully next year they just don't dig themselves into such a big hole where they have no margin of er- for error. I will say if they can beat the Jets and Carolina on the road, two teams fighting to make the playoffs, uh, then I think I'm, I'm ready to jump on that uh, playoff train <laughs> with uh, Chicago not playing for the postseason. And True. Uh, God knows where the Packers will be in that finale. Jeremy Reisman does a great job following the Lions, the NFL, pride of Detroit, checking in on the Meyer guest sign. Wonderful conversation, Jeremy. If we don't talk, happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays. Thank you for having me. All right, Jeremy Reisman. Yeah, it's, they're for real. People go, what do you think? I go, for real. Hammer and Hank Hayes, Superfly's dad, I ran a demo over the weekend on Saturday. He said, what do you think of the game? I said, the Lions are for real. He goes, for real? I go, for real. He gave me some knucks, and he says, I got a roll. Picking up a 40, going to meet my shorty. <laughs> Hammer and Hank Hayes. Man. He had a, when his car was bouncing, when he left, it was amazing. I'm like, this dude's like in his 60s. An A-track player with earth, wind, and fire. Do you remember September when the Lions blew that damn game against the Vikings? All right, uh, the trip of a lifetime, the Mason Blue trip of a lifetime. Entries are rolling in right now. If you're 21 and up, uh, you want to get in on the drawing, it's Wednesday at noon. Airfare for two, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale Resort. Tickets to see Michigan TCU. Transportation, some meals included, parties. This is a maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Text the word Go Blue. Put it together as one word G O B L U E. Text Go Blue to 21000. You have to be 21 and up, only one entry per phone number. Text Go Blue as one word to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. 
It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions walked into Ford Field yesterday with a 5-7 record and the first ever favorite against the 10-2 team in NFL history. And guess what? Vegas was right. The Lions beat the Vikings 34-23 behind Jared Goff's 330 yards and three scores through the air, including one to the highly touted rookie Jameson Williams, who's still getting acclimated from his knee injury. J-Mo caught a 41-yard touchdown bomb and then rushed the ball into his father's arms into the stands after. Isaiah Bugs, James Houston, Jerry Jacobs, and Aiden Hutchinson all got to quarterback Kirk Cousins as the Lions continue the playoff prowl. Detroit's still very much alive after their fifth win in their last six games. They got that win they should have against Jacksonville. And now they got that win that they needed against Minnesota. Detroit will be back in action on the road against the New York Jets next Sunday at 1 o'clock on CBS. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock and end the arena in Grand Rapids. Featuring the Michigan State Spartans. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs bumps at the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational at Andal Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups and get in on all the action. Michigan TCU, Georgia, Ohio State in the college football playoff. Wings, Pistons, Lions, College Hoops, Michigan, Michigan State, and more. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. We'll talk more about the Lions. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com, columnist, insider. He's standing by in the Meyer guest line. And uh, Timmy, they were sitting one and six, looking to pick first again uh, in the NFL draft in April 2023. And now I think they're from winning four in a row and being a playoff team. My Lord. Yeah, what a change, right? And, and the crazy part about that, Hugh, is they could still be picking in the top three of the, Jeff, the draft thanks to the Rams, too. So they're having the best of both worlds right now. They're playing meaningful football in the month of December. And, and look, that's what we talked about. I think you know before the season started, when you had me on, you asked me what expectations were. And coming off a three-win team, I said, look, win six games, double your win total, and play meaningful games in the month of December. Be on the graphic, right? And look, they've done that. Now they've accomplished that, and, and they can go above and beyond that because they've got four games remaining. They've hit the six-win mark. They're very much in the conversation. I think if they win out and get to 10, um, there's a pretty good chance uh, they do it. If they get to nine, I think they've got a shot, maybe need some help, but it's just fun, you know, covering meaningful football. It, it's fun seeing 66,300 um, screaming at Ford Field. Um, it's just, it, it, it's fun when, when your team's got something to play for in December. And it's been uh, too long for this, uh, for this franchise, and, it, and it's fun to be part of it now. Uh, where they sit today, 
with four games remaining, Tim, from your observation since the start of the regular season, and really most importantly, uh, since they were one and six, what has surprised you the most about this team? Top three things. Yeah, well, you know, I think the most important, the two most important things have been, you know, defensively, they figured some things out. You know, I think they simplified some things coming out of the bye. They started to play better football. Um, and, and now they're at a point where they can put in some of those things. Um, you know, some of those, you know, exotic looks, some of the blitzes because the young guys have now, um, you know, played enough football. Um, they understand kind of the, all the base stuff. And, and I, I think the biggest thing is just this defense has played better. Um, when they were one in six, um, they had 11 giveaways and seven takeaways. Uh, that's a minus four. And you look at over this current stretch right now, they've got 10 takeaways three giveaways plus seven. So you went from a minus four to a plus seven. You know as well as I do, the most important statistic in football is the turnover ratio. Um, and they're winning that. And, and it's you know fueled by a lot of the young guys, the Kirby Josephs, the Aiden Hutchinsons. Um, some of those young guys are playing really good defensively. And I think that's been one of the big catalysts for this turnaround. And then you look at just the play of Jared Goff. Um, he was turning the football over early on. Now they were still good offensively, but I think he was pressing, you know, the way the defense was playing, you know, he thought he had a number in his head that he thought they had to score. So he was fitting balls into tight spots. He was trying to do too much. And now it's coincided with this defense playing better. Well, all of a sudden Jared golf is saying, Hey, look, if I just protect the football, I've got one of the best offensive lines in football. They're going to protect me. Let's just make smart decisions. I don't, you know, I can throw this ball away. I don't have to fit it here. Our, you know, our defense can get a stop now. And he's had 10 touchdowns and one interception over this five and one stretch. Um, you know, he's got a pass rating 117 over his last six games. Um, he's completing 76% of his passes during this stretch. And so, you know, I think when you, when you look at what's been the difference, it's been Jared Goff taking care of the football, making plays, making good decisions. And this defense is playing better and generating takeaways, which is the most important statistic in football. Tim Twentyman, Timmy, appreciate the conversation. We'll talk again soon. Sounds good. All right, Tim Twentyman checking in on the Meyer guest side. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. Time to check in on what's on tap. At all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills, you can watch every Lions game, including Lions and the Jets on Sunday, on all the TVs at all brands, locations, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State, and more. Also, you can watch Ferris and Colorado Mines play for the D2 National Championship Saturday at 1 p.m. on all TVs at all brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You'll find the brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, just south of Grand Rapids. Brands in Holland, off of US 31 in James. Johnny Brands in Granville. Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR, off of US 131. And Mike Brands Sr. has the Brands in Cascade, just east of GR. Make plans to watch your favorite teams at all the Brands Steakhouse and Grills or join them for lunch, dinner. Their happy hours happen every day. And if you can't make it out, all your band's favorites can be delivered workday, play day, or game day, uh, pickup or delivery. Just go to brands.com for all the information and have all your band's favorites ready for pickup or delivery. Just go to brands.com. More conversation on the Lions. Dan Miller, voice of the Motor City NFL franchise, will join us next. 
you want to join in. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What impressed you the most about the win yesterday? one 838 huge Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And filling your sleigh with $100,000. Come out for Reindeer Games every Friday in December from 6 to 10 p.m. Each hour, two players have the chance to pick a lucky reindeer and win up to $100,000 cash. Don't miss your chance at huge holiday winnings. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to the Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Dan Miller is your talented voice of your Detroit Lions. He's standing by on the Meyer guest sign. And Dan, it's just, uh, it's almost to the point of leaving me speechless to think where this team was at one win this year and where they are today. Amazing. Yeah, and it also shows you that sometimes it's not overly complicated, that if you can cut down on turnovers and, you know, silly penalties that give the other teams first downs and short fields and free yardage, 
and take advantage of some of the opportunities you have that, that you can win. I mean, you look back at that first month, they're leading the league in scoring but not winning. And that was because they were making those self-inflicted errors and couldn't really come up with any stops on defense. So, you know, I, I think Dan Campbell told us they were close a lot in that first month and even up to one and six, and the players even said it. I think we were kind of skeptical. We saw some good things happening, but I think this shows you just really how thin that margin is between winning and losing in this league because they've cleaned some things up. But, but you know, by and large, offensively, they're doing some of the same things. And defensively, they just figured out how to wrangle a couple of turnovers here and there. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I was kind of going through my checklist on my Huge Opinion I posted on the show social networks this morning. Uh, influx of youth and speed on defense, golf playing out of his mind, O-line, uh, even with injuries, as good as any O-line in football, and aggressive play calling. And and that's a combination to me uh, since they were sitting on one win, a huge part of why they are now pushing for a playoff spot. Yeah, I think defensively uh, the front has gotten more experienced playing together. They're playing better. Getting Kaminsky back, Isaiah Bugs coming into his own, Aline McNeil doing what he does. Hutch certainly looks more comfortable. Houston, uh, James James Houston four sacks in three games. I mean, it's just crazy. And um, you know, now they get Romeo back. We'll see when he can kind of round into shape. But I think you know, getting that thing going. Angeloni's at a comfort level now. He's flying all over the field and making plays. And then I think the secondary, you know, kind of slotting in. And this is one of the things that I think hurt in yesterday's game. Okuda was nowhere near 100%. And you had Jacobs, Okuda, and Harris out there. They kind of locked things down in a better place at corner. And then the emergence of, of Kirby Joseph as a guy that can find the football out there is, is significant. Deshaun Elliott is a veteran. So, I think that those things have all been good, and I think offensively, you said, look, this team was meant to be built around the offensive line. They have three number one picks up there. Um, they were supposed to have a high price free agent, but Big V is obviously hurt, and then uh, a Pro Bowl guard who was a third-round pick. So um, that part of the vision is exactly where they thought it would be. And also just they came into this season thinking, boy, we got plenty of weapons, and when they're healthy with Chark, with Reynolds, uh, with Amon Ra uh, and and with Swift, they do, and then throw in Jamal, who's a hammer, and and you know other guys that have chipped in. Khalif has made some big catches for him. So I think a lot of the things that they envisioned with this roster have just come true, and health has been a part of that as well. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. And I caution everybody when we started this hour that I said, hey, they have to win three or four on the road. They have to win out in my mind. Uh, to have any shot at getting to the playoffs because of uh, the, the tie between the Giants uh, and the Commanders. Uh, and also you need Seattle to get behind you because you lost that game at Ford Field. But three of the four are on the road. Two of the teams, surprisingly now, Carolina still in the NFC South uh, hunt after uh, winning at Seattle yesterday. And you got the Jets uh, still fighting for a playoff spot. And at Green Bay is never easy. So... Uh, a lot of work in front of this Lions team. Yeah, they didn't leave themselves any margin for error. The, the the upside is the way that they're playing right now, which is terrific. The downside is when you start one and six, um, you don't leave yourself any room for a clunker, which teams in this league kind of do have, you know, every once in a while. And 
So they didn't leave themselves any room for that. I agree with you. It's probably going to take four wins. But, you know, here's what I'll say is over the last six weeks, they have played well enough to win every game. And I think we should all look at that as the standard that they've set and the expectation that we should have for them. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. But going toe-to-toe with Buffalo was tough. They could have been and maybe should have won that game. Going toe-to-toe with a 7-2 and Giants team was tough. Going toe-to-toe with a 10-2 and team in, in yesterday against Minnesota was tough. I mean, Jacksonville comes off the loss they had against the Lions and has a blowout win over Tennessee. So, look, most games in this league are tough. And you're right. This is a huge game for the Jets. But you know what? Let's find out if they're built for it because they're certainly changing the conversation about who they are. And I don't think there's any reason that we should think going into a game that they're not capable of winning. I don't really see anybody right now out there that I would look at and say if the Lions play the way they've played the last six weeks, that they don't have a chance or you don't feel good about it. And that's a real different place to be than I think we've all been for a long time. So, yeah, it's it's a daunting thing to think about having to run the table the rest of the way. And it really puts them in a tough spot. But with the type of football they're playing, start with the Jets, see what happens. It won't be easy. Go out there and earn it and then add it up again going into next week. Yeah, complete football. This is unchartered territory in my mind because uh, you had superstars that helped you win games. Barriera, Calvin when they had Sue, Stafford. Uh, but this complete football, and I'm talking even you know the, the fake putt call, you can go across the board in this stretch since sitting on – uh, one win. It's just things that you have never seen on a consistent basis connected to the Lions. And I and I hear a lot of Lions fans saying that. I'm, I'm looking at the national shows. Uh, you, you would have thought the Lions uh, are right there with the Eagles and the Niners as one of the best teams in the league because all you heard uh, late yesterday afternoon, last night, today, Meet the Lions, a team nobody wants to play. They're the third best team right now in the NFC behind the Eagles and the Niners. I mean, that's that's where the Lions have earned their spot, at least for the current time. Yeah, they have, and they've done it. Look, I, I said it kind of before the game yesterday, is they've set a new standard for who we think they are, and I think we should hold them to that. And look, for a long time it even felt like when this team won games, Man, you were just trying to hold the door shut, and the other guy was trying to break it down, and you hung on in the hopes that the clock would run out. You look at what they've done three of the last four games against the Giants, against the Jags, and against the Vikings. They've just flat beaten them. They've just outplayed them. They've been demonstrably the better team on the field. And then against Buffalo, they were right there with you know one of the best teams in this league. So, you know, it's it's a different place to be, to be sure. But you know what? That's if you want to get where we all want to go, that's ultimately who you have to be. You can't kind of backdoor your way to a championship or a division title or, or whatever it is. I mean, um, that's that's just the kind of football you have to play. And I think, regardless of what happens, it, it gives you a lot of belief in what this organization, this group, this regime is doing and how they're building this team. And look, they're, they're not complete yet. They, they need some pieces and they need to continue to build, and they've got some, some terrific assets with which to do that. But if, if the last six weeks have done anything, I think, I hope it has shown people, it's shown me that, that this group, led by you know Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, has an idea of what they want this to be, and that idea is really starting to take shape now. 
Um, again, the unfortunate thing is the one and six start that puts you in a tough position. But right here, right now, they're capable of playing with anybody, and they still have some pieces of their team that are still coming together. Right here, right now, sounds like a Van Halen song. Dan Miller, uh, voice of your Detroit Lions. Danny, always appreciate your time. It's a nice run right now. Look forward to the Jets game on Sunday. Absolutely. It's nice to look forward to anything in December, and that's where we're at right now, so it's pretty cool. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan, wrapping up our Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get in on the action. Michigan TCU, Georgia, Ohio State, college football playoff, Lions, Pistons, Wings, Michigan, Michigan State hoops, and more. Just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get the promo hookups. Also, if you're 21 and up, text Go Blue, one word to 21,000. That's Go Blue, G O B L U E, one word to 21,000. If you're 21 and up, you'll get into the drawing for a Maize and Blue trip of a lifetime for two to see Michigan and TCU in Arizona. Text Go Blue, one word to 21,000, and you'll be in the drawing Wednesday at noon. Big, bad, Huge.